the Public News Service Daily Newscast, February the 7th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. A bill to increase tax credits in Massachusetts is backed up by research showing the credits lead to better nutrition for working families and better long-term health outcomes for kids. Lawmakers want to expand the state-earned income tax credit and streamline other existing dependent tax credits to help put even a few hundred dollars back in the pockets of working people, including immigrants and many essential workers. Food, energy, and housing prices are up significantly. But Democratic State Senator Jamie Eldridge says the bill is about more than just tax rebates. It's also about their health care. It's about taking care of kids and making sure they have adequate nutrition and it's something that really has a tremendous impact on the entire Commonwealth. Eldred says the legislation will help decrease food insecurity and ensure a basic standard of living for people to survive in an increasingly expensive Commonwealth. I'm Catherine Carley reporting. MassCap, a coalition of community action agencies, operates 40 volunteer income tax assistance centers to help people receive the benefits to which they are entitled. And folks in Alaska opposed to a merger of the Fred Meyer and Carr's grocery chains trying to block the deal. They're signing a petition to the Federal Trade Commission. Mark Brand has more for Soundbite Services. The store's parent companies, Albertsons and Kroger, are in the midst of a controversial merger worth more than $24 billion. Almost 400 Alaska residents have signed the petition, asking the FTC to block the mega-merger on the grounds that it threatens to close some of the two dozen Fred Meyer and Cars stores operating in the state. Graham Downey with the consumer watchdog Alaska Public Interest Research Group, known as AKPERG, cites three reasons his group thinks the deal should be nixed. It's going to make our supply chain more vulnerable. It's going to lead to less jobs. And I think the biggest problem is higher prices. Less competition means higher grocery prices. Executives for Kroger and Albertsons have said the deal would make the best financial sense for their investors. Downey says AK Perg will take its petition to the Alaska congressional delegation to be sent to the FTC. Regulators are still reviewing the proposed mega-merger. And now from Reuters, U.S. Justice Department has charged a neo-Nazi leader and his associate with plotting to attack Baltimore's power grid, a plan the FBI thwarted with the help of a confidential informant. Brandon Russell of Orlando, Florida, and Sarah Clendendahl from Maryland were arrested last week. Reuters reports Russell is a convicted felon and founder of a neo-Nazi group called the Afterwaffen Division that works toward ushering in the collapse of civilization. This is Public News Service. A coalition of conservation groups are giving Colorado's revised state water plan a thumbs up for its increased focus on protecting Colorado's rivers, watershed health, and accessibility for all residents, regardless of their zip code. Matt Rice with the group American Rivers says the new plan highlights the urgent need to address the impacts of climate change on Colorado's water resources and lays out a playbook for advancing projects, policies, and programs to build resilience. There's a lot of emphasis put on watershed health. How do we support our forests? So they produce more and better water, so they mitigate the impacts of catastrophic wildfire and protect habitat. Rice notes the plan's focus on water conservation as a starting point is essential for meeting the water needs for the state. This year's higher-than-average snowpack is not expected to reverse a 23-year drought, nor a future expected to bring warmer summers, more evaporation, and earlier runoff of waters that 40 million people living in Colorado River Basin states depend on. 
I'm Eric Galatis. And misinformation about the impacts of offshore wind turbines on marine life could derail offshore wind farm projects in New York and in New Jersey. The issue stems from a string of whale deaths in both states that occurred over the last two months. Experts said there's no link between offshore wind turbines and harm to whales, but misinformation has continued to spread. More than 165 New York elected officials signed a letter from elected officials to protect America in support of offshore wind. But Albany County legislator William Reinhardt notes there have been concerns about the development of a manufacturing facility at the Port of Albany. He feels any environmental impacts need to be addressed immediately. As you develop your wind facilities, whether it's the port or the facilities themselves out in the ocean, you don't want to fall into the pattern of the fossil fuel industry, which is to create an awful lot of pollution, much more than you ever would with wind. But still, you want to follow environmental guidelines and take care of Mother Nature and all that. Reinhardt feels the best way to inform people is to present the science as clearly as possible. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. Finally, our Nadia Ramadan lets us know today is National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. More than 40% of the people currently living with HIV are black, despite accounting for only 12% of the U.S. population. Laura Shever with the HIV AIDS Bureau at the Federal Health Resources and Services Administration says viral suppression treatment in the form of daily medication has allowed most HIV patients to live a successful and near-normal life. So it's no longer a death sentence, so that's really important. And second, that person cannot transmit HIV sexually to other people. So it's important both for their health and for our work towards ending the HIV epidemic. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member endless and supported. Here is on interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.